Hey, what's up? It's Jayella, and this is One Mic. One for my money, two for my woes, and three for them people who let us up in the dough. Cause if we gotta cause a scene, I promise we'll put on a show. They think they've had enough, we turn around and give them up. Hey, y'all. So it is day one, and of course, I cannot start without showing my love to the late DMX. We lost DMX a few days ago. I don't know when you guys are going to hear it. And it has definitely been a hard loss for hip hop. Hip hop has definitely been impacted by this death because DMX was one of our most iconic rappers of our time. It's definitely pretty difficult to accept the fact that that X is gone. And I definitely want to make sure that before I even get into the topics of the today's episode, I want to express my love for DMX. Like I said, he was one of the most iconic rappers of our time. He gave us huge records that we can definitely feel. His songs are staples in our community. They're staples in my life for sure. His his energy when you seen him, he felt like he was him. He was X every time. And us being a witness to this happening, this death coming, we knew it was the inevitable. Once we got wind that he was hospitalized and that, you know, he was on life support, we knew what was going to happen next. So it kind of took the blow of it hitting so hard because it was something that we were waiting and anticipating for. And it's something that we honestly, if we can be real with ourselves, expected a lot sooner. Given the life that he's lived, for me, honestly, personally, it got to a point where, yo, this guy's been fighting his demons for longer than I've been living. And the fact that he was able to get this far in life, at one point, it kind of made me feel like, you know what? Maybe he just might outlive us. Like, living like that for years, for over 20-something years, you you might be invincible. But I definitely, definitely love me some ex. Um, X Gonna Give It To You is definitely um, a song that gets me hype. I love, you know, Stop Being Greedy. One of my favorite songs is, hey, yo, what's my name? DMX and I be the rest. They like, I love DMX. The energy that he gave us on all his records, it, like, it didn't matter if you was a thug, if you was out here in the streets, if you was out here living this kind of life. It didn't matter. The feeling, the energy that came off of these records, you felt like, Oh, you felt that energy and it and it's not just for just hip hop. It's not just for the black community. I mean, you heard his records on movies, commercials and video games. It was everywhere, everywhere. And still to this day, we'll probably still hear those records everywhere. If you think about some of the biggest hip hop records of all time, you're definitely going to have X on that list. And even the song Party Up, which I personally is not, I'm not really too much of a fan of. I heard that he really wasn't a fan of it either, but that song we're probably going to hear for the next decade and something, whether it's a movie, a TV show, a video, you're going to hear that song for some time. But what I liked about him is that even though he was fighting demons and he was going through what he was going through, when you heard him speak, he always dropped wisdom and gems. He was always dropping gems. He was very much intuitive and he was super spiritual and his love for God was definitely admirable. The fact that you can still look at this beast in his eyes and still have so much faith in God and love for God is definitely inspirational. And when I listen to his interviews, he's he seemed like he was very much 
ex every time you met him. Like I said before, he seemed like he knew from his first introduction to you if he was going to rock with you or if he wasn't. And, you know, if he loved you, great. If he did not like you, stay away from him because he is not going to be the type to be fake and play along. No, I don't like you and I really don't care for you to be around me at all. He he seems like the type of person that if, once he doesn't like you or he's over something, he's not giving you anything. Like he's not giving you anything, any, any of his time or his energy he's out. And it's nice that he's consistent. Every time you've seen him, he's been consistent. And, of course, we've seen him super low, and we've seen him where we felt like, oh, things might come for a change. And also, we definitely wanted to see that. We wanted to have this him to have this triumph story where he overcame this thing. But, you know, that wasn't the case, unfortunately. But what he left us was super great and something that we all can appreciate. And so I definitely want to make sure that I give love to X because hip-hop definitely wasn't the same and won't be the same without him. He, like I said, he wasn't the most lyrical rappers, but his music definitely gave you something to feel. No matter who you were, whatever you were going through, he definitely made you feel. And for that, we thank you. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you for your music. Um, we thank you for your love and your wisdom. We thank you for um, your life story and your triumphs and constantly, you know, letting us know that things are happening and things may not go as planned, but you still have to prevail. You still have to trust in God and you still have to keep moving and keep going. And, you know, the way he left out is definitely not, it's definitely something that we probably thought that that was how it was going to go. And we don't really know all the stories. We don't really know what happened, um, but we definitely, I can't start this podcast and we definitely can't um, not acknowledge the late great DMX. So thank you, claps. Thank you so much for what you gave us. Now, the top five greatest rappers of all time. People have this debate all the time. We go back and forth with who's the best, who's the best, who's the top five. And of course, every decade there's somebody new and somebody else who's introduced into the conversation. Um, but this, le this list, I need y'all to understand, this list is based off of skill, impact on a culture, influence, and success, okay? So when you think about this list and you hear this list, I want you to make sure that you're taking into consideration those four skill, impact on a culture, influence, and success. So when I'm talking about that and I go into my number five, I gotta make sure that I make it clear. Yes, this person got the number one spot right now, undeniably. But once you hear the rest of the list, you will understand why he is number five. And number five, we have Mr. Drizzy Drake. Drizzy Drake is number five because Drake came out in 09. This is 2021. And Drake has still, he hasn't dropped yet. Like, he came in, shot straight for the top early, hasn't dropped the ball yet. And that right there is kudos to him for sure. How can you even... Think about a list of greatest and not acknowledge the fact that for 11 years, he has yet to drop from the top spot. He came in the game with Wayne. You're paired, you're paired with Wayne. In 09, 08, that era of time with Wayne, you had no greater introduction to it. You had no greater team to go up under than that right there. Young Money, great setup. A great, great setup by far. He came in up under Wayne, like I said, and he really just dominated he dominated, gave us no, he did not let up at all. He gave us hits after hits. He came out, and when he first came out, he gave us over. Come on now. And that first album, 
That first, nothing, that first album was like, he said himself was pretty rushed. Thank Me Later was pretty rushed. And then he came out with Take Care, which he really took his time. And you can tell that he really was able to do him. And he walked on that, that album. That's one of my favorite albums of all time because it's just crazy. And then when you think about his success, he's had the most number one hits of all time, surpassing some of the greats. That mean, This man cannot not make a hit like he can't and if you think about hits making hits right you think I, when I, first thing i think about is yo and one of the best beefs that i've had in my generation which was of course his beef with meek most diss records you hear it once or twice um or you play it just to hear like i want to hear this just i want to hear the diss record to this person so i'm gonna play this song but when you think about drake it's like yo i i got him when it comes to bars i could kill him with bars alone but i'm gonna create a song so i'd be dropped one project one song and it was like oh cool man i wish he would have went harder then he dropped back to back and killed him and even if you don't even pay attention to the verses it's just the song is so crazy and so hot and it's back to back it's an easy plug into the club scene back to back just that hook of course it's gonna get played up in a club they're gonna eat it up but you play a disc record that you want to hear all the time you want to hear it's a regular song without even being attached to meek and sometimes you can honestly say I forgot that this was a diss record. And you hear like, oh, oh, this is, this bang. That's crazy that it's a diss record to meet though. Like, dang, that must suck. But it's a great song. But anyway, Drake, 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 Drake. Um, He's definitely a student in the game for sure. The way that, the fact that he could come in and like, he's the type to, to see a train, right? And the second it starts to build up, the second it starts to gain momentum, he jumps on that train and just takes it to a whole, takes it all the way through, takes it to a whole nother level. And so it sucks to be on the other end of that to to have Drake pick up your, it's it's exciting, like, yo, Drake want to be on my song, it's crazy, I know the song will go crazy, but it's like, yo, he took your flow, and now it's one of Drake's flows. It's not even your flow anymore, it's just, yo, Drake could do this too. And now it's in his back pocket, and it's yours, and it's like, I can't even listen to you really, because it's you playing, you, you know, it's not your flow anymore. And that's... <laughs> I would hate to be on the other end of that. But I would also want to love to have Drake on a record, you know? So Drake definitely, even like he has this like super cool and yet vulnerable but egotistic kind of flow. And you just, you just rock with Drake for sure. I, you know, influence influence on the culture i mean like i said with take care take care can't like drake is the type of artist that he got a melody like he's gonna sing and rap he's gonna give you melodies he's gonna do all of that and before he was like kind of like chastising and like downplay for that oh he's he's not a rapper he ain't hard he always sing he a singing ass rapper and now when you think about some of the hardest tracks now some of the hardest rappers out here who really be out here in these streets they songs ain't really popping without a little melody on it they got to put that tune on that auto tune, whatever, and give you, they got to sing a little bit on the song now. And it's like, it's crazy that, oh, before he wasn't hard. He wasn't shooting up. He wasn't this. And now everybody want to hum and sing and do a little tune on their hooks and stuff. And that's, you can't, you can't say that's not because of Drake. You know, you heard the first time, all right, not, then you see the success that comes behind it. It's like, y'all going to try this thing. So definitely has, he had, definitely had great, great, great influence. And I got to put him at number five for sure. Um, number four, I got to, I got to give it to, um, one of my favorite rappers of all time. And it's going to hurt me for sure to even have to say this. But Tupac, I'm going to have to put him at number four. Um, because Tupac, if you base it based off, if you don't even talk about the music part of it, right? He is one of the most iconic rappers of all time. He's like bigger and larger than just rap. He's like, 
He, his attitude, people are still imitating his attitude. Now, first of all, he's one of the of the greatest record-selling rappers of our time. And many may argue that that success, and, and it's, it's fact, that most of that success came way after the East Coast, West Coast beef and then the, tra- the you know tragic deaths of Biggie and Pac. It definitely, his success definitely grew from that. However, you can't deny that he is you know, still relevant today. And the reason why he's even in the conversation is because, for one, influence and impact. His content, his content alone makes him still relevant today. His music is like medicine to the community, especially with what we're going through, with the kill- the constant killings of our people. And now we're seeing it on tape. They're videotaping and televising the deaths of our people and so it sucks that, you know, a lot of his his music came out 20 years ago and that 20 something, 20 something years later is still very relevant. But it's why I have to put him as one of the most influential rappers because his content, what he spoke about. And his, if you ever sat and listened to his interviews and stuff, what he spoke about, most of those interviews and clips are still being rotated today if you look at the social media. And Pac was dead way before social media came about. And these, some of this footage happened way before social media even really came about. But... They're circulating because of the content, because of what he's talking about, because of wisdom and the drama and the, the gems that he dropped. And the fact that you have to acknowledge the fact that at the time he was, you know, early 20s, he's between 20 and 24, and he's dropping this type of knowledge. But not only that, his attitude. Now, people, when I look at interviews, people like to say that he was like this knucklehead guy. Probably. You know, probably for sure. But... People still imitate his attitude. This, I don't give a fuck kind of attitude. This, I'm going to do what I want to do. You give a kid, this young knucklehead kid, the world in the palm of his hands, of course he's going to act up with it. Of course, especially when there's no real guidance and you put him with Suge Knight. It's like, ugh, it's not really a good situation for him to really grow in a positive way. But his attitude, people still imitate that. People still walk around like they got a chip on their shoulder. F this, F that, F the media, stop filming me. All of this, all his, his, his attitude is still imitated today. I don't care about, friend, I don't need friends. Real ones don't have friends. Some of his quotes are still rotated and people still live by that, which is why he's one of the most influential rappers. And then when you talk about the music, the success that came with the music, I mean, yo, he was doing this, like, he was super successful, alive. Of course, yes, most of it came after, but... When he was still here, his music, his songs were huge records, you know? Keep Your Head Up is still one of, it's still a huge record that still gets crazy airplay. Um, Two of America's Most Wanted, <laughs> Two of America's Most Wanted is one of my favorites. Um, Changes used to get super play on the pop stations. Like, he has really big records. California Love, like, really big records that still get play time. And people still imitate his attitude when it comes to rap. Um, and which is why he is definitely regarded as one of the most in- iconic and influential rappers. And I got to put him at number four. Number three, people are going to hate it. You could hate it or love it. But number three, I got to put it at Kanye West. And people love to sit here and say a lot about Kanye West. But Kanye West, when it comes to music, it comes to influence, it comes to impact, it comes to success, you got to put him on the conversation. He came in as a producer turned rapper, of course, and he definitely had his hands in involved with one of the greatest rap albums, The Blueprint by, you know, no, no other than Jay-Z. But and he probably would have had great success as a producer, like for sure. He loved music so much and seemed like he loved music that he would definitely he would have definitely been super successful as a producer, but he chose to become a rapper. 
His debut album, The College Dropout, is still arguably today one of the one of his greatest bodies of works, but it's 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 this thing that stapled him. You know, like we every time we think about Kanye, they was I want the old Kanye back. We're talking about this era of him, this college dropout era where what he was talking about, his his the things that he spoke about, we just it was just something that we loved. Like this is Kanye, this is great music, and we love what he's saying. And people like to talk about, yo, he's crazy now. He has an and I'm not saying that he doesn't have crazy antics, and I'm not saying that he kind of doesn't go on a tangent, and I'm not saying that. Um, he doesn't go through, um, he, he's not, you know, going through a mental illness. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not taking away from that at all. But, yo, he went on TV and said George, George Bush doesn't like black people, which means he's never been scared or shied away from speaking what he felt was true at any given time and not caring about what the outcome and the backlash of it. Now, I believe personally that Kanye West is very strategic in his moves, especially nowadays. He's very strategic in what he does. But I also think that some of the times it's not even about strategy. It's just, this is how I feel on the topic. And this is what I feel like saying right now. He's a Gemini, so I feel like I get him. You know, he's a Gemini, so, so as, you know, as well as Tupac was a Gemini. And so I just feel like I connect. <laughs> I get it. Cause I'm a Gemini and what goes on in our heads, we're very complex individuals and you just never know what you're going to get from us. But with Kanye, I just feel like, yeah, he definitely, um, definitely kind of goes on a rant and definitely says things that we just didn't expect, but he's still one of the, the best and he's still being true to Kanye. He's just not saying what you guys want to hear. But nonetheless, you, you you drop college dropout. And then you counter that with late re registration. Like, late registration, he was just really in his bag, honestly. Like, not even thinking about the words and the lyrics of that song, of that project. But think about the production. I'm an artist, right? And... Easy plug-in, Count It Up, the song you heard in the intro. It's my song. It's called Count It Up. You can look at it. It's on all streaming networks, so cop that. But I've been kind of getting into mixing and making beats and producing. And when I listened to Late Registration, like before, I was able to appreciate the words and the cadence and what you said and what you spoke on. But now that I'm getting into that kind of that part of it, I'm able to appreciate the production of these projects. And so I kind of started going back to listening to some of the biggest records that uh, of all time, some, some of the biggest projects and albums of our time. And I've come up across late registration and the production of that album was just amazing. Honestly, the love that he put up in that, like you could tell that he wants to make great music, but you can tell he's a part of every part of it. Every single process, he is heavily involved. And it's not about just making a song or making a hit. It's like, I want to make great music. Music that is undeniably genius music. And that's what he does. And genius, for sure, is a word that people don't like to throw out. Because when you think about musical genius, of course, you think about Prince. That's a fact. Musical genius. If, if I ever did see one. But when it comes to production and hip-hop, Kanye West definitely has to be a genius. You got to put him, you got to call him a genius. He's like, he's like, enabled to fail. Like he, 
he has this inability to fail plus combined with his braggadocious attitude makes it makes it like easy to love him and very easy to hate him you know and that's just the effects that us Geminis have on people it just happens but to deny his artistic genius would just be ignorant um when you talk about influence okay yeah his body of work and his production is innovative and proof that it and, and the proof comes after his album 808s and heartbreaks i mean the influence from that he he birthed the whole emo rap thing where people are being super emotional and super vulnerable and super soft and open in their music rappers wasn't doing that before i mean they they talked about their life but they weren't really super um, like they weren't really like bearing their souls on these songs to the level that he was and after that it came across this whole auto-tune emo rap thing just emerged from that so of course you got to say that he's definitely influential even with his business moves outside of rap definitely influential like yo i'm gonna I'm get into this i'm gonna get into that i'm a, whatever it is i'm gonna capture everything and i'm going to excel at it i'm gonna do it at the highest level i'm not gonna just jump into this and not take it seriously no if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it the best way possible and that's something that we all can study from that we can all gain something from that and study from that so when it comes to this list when you think about bodies of work and projects and you think about you know, things being innovative and creative and groundbreaking, you got to put them on the list. And just to plug this in, what is the highest level to be honored at when it comes to music? The Grammys. And he has, what, 22 of them now? Come on now. Genius. Genius. Now, if you're listening this far and we're getting down to the last two, if you really love hip-hop and you really pay attention to it for sure, then you know for a fact, you know for a fact who has the the number one and two spot. Like, you know for, for, for sure who, who comes next. And so I gotta, I gotta talk about, I gotta talk about, Mr. Notorious B.I.G. I gotta talk about Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls is one of the most, has one of the most iconic flows that we've ever heard of, okay? His effortless delivery and like this silky cadence, it kind of enabled him to create some of the biggest hip-hop records we've ever heard. Um, you know, Biggie came out in the time, first of all, he came up with Diddy. Like, not many people can honestly say that they have Diddy Smalls. I'm sorry. <laughs> not many people can say that they have Diddy on their, on their side. <laughs> Diddy on their side. Like, <laughs> that was an easy layup. You have Diddy at the time where he is like, I will not fail. Nothing. I'm I'm going to go super hard at this. And as long as you're in, we're going to do this and we're going to do it all the way. Like, we're going to take it all the way. And Biggie was the easy person to do it with because he could flow on anything. He could flow and rap on anything. His voice was silky and smooth. Like, you, you could... 
Give it to him, and you can give him the hardest tracks, and he's going to kill it. And you can give him something soft, something playful, something for the ladies, and it's still going to give you the same effect. Like, that's Biggie right there. So I got to, I got to give, I got to give Biggie for sure number two. He came through at a time where hip-hop was labeled as a genre that was like, con that condoned depravity and when the song Juicy comes out, it's celebrating progress and perseverance. So, but also doing it in a way that's very much pop culture. Not just hip hop, but like pop culture, American culture. Like, meaning anyone could feel that. It was just feel good music, which is why it's still relevant to this day. Because I'm not saying that he's the only person that made songs about prevailing and getting out of the hood and making it up, but he had a way of doing it combined with Diddy's, you know, producing it like he had a way of making it such a feel-good song to where you just like people of my time the, the kids under us and as well as you know our parents and grandparents they can all appreciate his music because it was just so positive and definitely a different spin on some of the songs we heard from rappers throughout the time although many rappers do express positive visual imagery in their music. Biggie, Biggie's music was fundamentally about enjoying life, prevailing, and breaking free. Not only that, Biggie, like I, like I have to go back to, Biggie flows. I wonder who he would be if he didn't pass like I wonder if the number who's at number one I wonder if that would be number one he, he would be number one if Biggie was still here because of the music and the success Biggie had from his his songs I wonder if that didn't happen if, if this other person who I will mention in a sec will be able to be as big as he is now musically when it comes to music and hip-hop but it brings me to the number one spot. We got to talk about the number one spot. And that is none other than Mr. Jay-Z. Jay-Z got the number one spot simply because his greatness surpasses just the music, dog. First of all, when it comes to skill, he got it. He's a wordsmith. He got it. He can flow. He got his. He has. He kind of has like his own flow. Like he has this like egotistic lyrics with smooth delivery and such a like a unique cadence and tone, which kind of makes it hard for people to mimic him, and it makes it hard for people to sound like him. Like you hear Jay Z verse, you know it's a Jay Z. Even if you read it, like if you were to print out his lyrics, you know it's Jay Z. Like, uh, and somebody just told you, like, this is the flow on it, and you read the words, you know it's Jay Z, because he just had a, he had a very unique flow. He gave us the blueprint. Come on now, he gave us the blueprint. He told us how it's supposed to go, and the fact that he can remain, he, the fact that he's cons consistent throughout all these years and able to do it at the level that he is, it makes it very easy to mention him in the conversation. I mean, 
he's able to adapt to any time frame of hip hop. And he, he's able to do it at a way that's still Jay-Z. He's still being Jay-Z. He's still being himself. And that right there is like, yo, that's admirable. Because a lot of people, a lot of, especially people from his class, you don't even hear them anymore. Or when you hear them, they sound dated. But Jay-Z is able to be Jay-Z still, adapt to the time frame. And when you hear the record, he, his verse is probably your favorite verse. And it's not probably your favorite because, oh, my God, it's Jay-Z. Because what he's talking about, dang, this man is great. And you can't, you're impressed by the fact that he's so much older and he's been in this game for over 20 years and he's still able to have the same impact. You're impressed by that, for sure. But it's like he has, he's the definition of getting better with time. At like he, He's definitely had his highs and his lows. Not really about his success. He's always been successful. But, you know, he come in, he's super high. His tracks are, I mean, his um music and his lyrics were at a level where it was like, okay, that he had to kind of, step down just a little bit, just a little bit for people to really catch on. But then soon as it was like, all right, I did this for y'all. Now I'm back in my bag. And he's, he's definitely, he's definitely Jay. And he's definitely gets better with time for sure. And he's such a student and he, you can tell he's such a student and he's so skillful that he's been doing this for so long that you know, if you really stay at it all the time, you can only get better. And he is that definite. He's the epitome of, like I said, get, getting better with time, studying rap, practicing all the time. So you can't you can't help but be in the elite category when you've done it this long at the level that you've done it at. So, yeah. And he's played a major role in the evolution of hip hop, and he's definitely credited for helping hip-hop gain its respect in the music industry. And yeah, people will say, would he be this successful if he... Would he be this successful if Biggie Smalls was still a thing? If Biggie Smalls, you know, never died? Because a lot of his... He, he, he does do a lot of... um, He does flip a lot of Biggie's lyrics, and he does use a lot of Biggie's um, lyrics as reference, or he... He definitely reuses and recycles Biggie's lyrics a lot, but he's still Jay-Z. Like, you can't try to deny his talent and who he was and who he is right now to hip-hop. And just the fact that not only himself, but his family, they are moguls in our lives. Like, they are the, they are excellence. They are black excellence. They took this thing and ran with it and showed us. They are examples that it doesn't have to just be the music. You could definitely do something way more and way more monumental in your life. And so it's nice to be able to witness someone like Jay-Z, someone like Beyonce, take this and show us that there are no limits to where we can go. So because of that also, because of what he speaks on, because of the character he is, because of the kind of man that he is, you got to put him at number one. You gotta. Now, many people probably would would uh, try to discuss um, different artists that could have been on this list, right? There's a few people that come up in a conversation that they just didn't quite make my list. Um, one of those people being Eminem. People, you know, could easily say Eminem. And if he's on your list, I'm pretty sure you he definitely earned it. You know, Eminem is definitely a lyricist. 
the lyricist. He's definitely um, iconic. He's definitely um, super successful. But because, and I hate to be the one to say it, but because he's a white rapper, when you think about his success, you think, um, how much did that play a role? Not taken away from his talent at all, but you question, would he be this big if he wasn't white? And is his success, is that, did that play a part? in his success and duh it definitely did like it it definitely did for sure so that's the only reason why i didn't put him in my list too um people may p- mention Lil wayne and um Lil wayne definitely came up in a conversation years ago and if you would have put him in a couple years ago it would have been no question like you, you would have been able to propose a, a great compelling argument if you did but because of what has happened now wayne's like he's not even you he this is this is something that he just loves to do and he just wants to do music you're not even you can't you can't mention him in the conversation because he he has fell off a bit you know he's definitely fell off of course don't get me wrong Wayne is one of my favorite rappers and still to this day I feel like he definitely got a bunch of great verses left in him but as far as bodies of work you know I just feel like he fell off a bit and we can't necessarily put him in based off of the list and based off of um where they are today as well. I can't put him on the list. But I still love Wayne. You know, he definitely he definitely birthed a generation of rappers for sure. But I gotta put I can't put him there. Um people may even mention Andre three thousand or people like Kendrick Lamar and both of those people are great candidates. You know, they're they're lyricists, they're genius, they um, give us great music, great rappers. Um, but what I'm thinking about, when you think about the lit, what I based it off of skill, impact, influence, and success, you can't quite put them there. Now, Kendrick definitely is definitely has the potential and probably will be on that list within the next, like he'll probably be on that list within the next couple of years for sure. And he'll probably be stamped on that list, like on some, like how you put you put Big, Biggie, no matter what, Biggie gonna be on that list. No matter what, Jay Z's gonna be on that list. Kendrick may get to a point where it's like, no matter what, you gotta you gotta mention Kendrick in the conversation. If not, he has to have a spot on the list. Wherever you put him, one through five, he's definitely gotta be there. And and people sleep on Kendrick, you know. Like when Kendrick drop a tr- drop an album, people then want to remember. Oh, this guy, this guy is special. He got something else going on. People forget easily though. But Kendrick definitely, Kendrick definitely got it for sure. Um, so that's my list. You know, I hope that you guys liked it. Um, my list, let's run it down. Top five greatest rappers of all time. Number five, Jersey Drake. Four, Tupac. Three, Kanye West. Two, Biggie Smalls. One, Jay-Z, and this list was based off of in- skill, impact on the culture, influence, and success. And these five guys definitely, definitely, definitely embody all of those things, which is why I got to put them at number, I got to put them on the list of top five greatest rappers of all times. 
I'm excited about this podcast. Like I said, day one, I hope you guys tune into the next one. I've been itching, itching to do this podcast. And I tried it with a couple of other people. Didn't really work out. Wasn't really in alignment. But I'm doing it now. This is One Mic. One's for my money. Two for my woes in. Three for them people who let us up in the dough. Cause if we...